You're listening to Radio Jobline with your host, Scott Possessor, right here on 103.9 LI News Radio. Welcome, everybody. Thank you so much, Michael, for that uh, live introduction. Last week we had you taped. Uh, you're listening to Radio Jobline with Scott Possessor. We're here for you every Saturday afternoon from 2 to 3 p.m. And the reason that they, we're here live is because we want to talk to you. And if I didn't want to talk to you, I'd tape my show and, uh, and let you worry about it after that. But I'd much rather speak to you, and so would my guests. The call-in number here is 631-451-1039. Uh, pull over if you're in the car. Get off the beach. Talk to me. This is about jobs. It's about success. It's about where the jobs are. And then we wanted to give a little love to the social work field today. So we have Silas Kelly. He's an LMSW CMHT. Uh, he's, the, he's the director of the National Association of Social Workers, the Suffolk Division, New York State Chapter, and owner, CEO, creative consultant of Kelson Cares, talking about social work career paths. And I don't get confused. Social work career paths is a white-collar career path. And then we want to just uh, now just throw it over to Silas Kelly, uh, who's going to talk to us about a different career altogether, and that's social work. Yes. Now, we've, we've talked about this on the show before, Silas. Mm-hmm. And one thing that always comes out clear is, it, is that if you want to get into the field of social work, mm-hmm. you're not doing it for the big bucks. You're doing it because you love what you do. You're a noble person. You want to help other people. But I haven't seen the big salaries in that field, So unless that's changing. Okay. Well, let's put it this way, um, Scott. What we have now is that, uh, according to the Occupational Outlook Handbook, um, there's going to be a lot of growth in the field. Uh, the median salary, you know, has gone up, and that's because social workers are much more in need today than they've ever been. Mm-hmm. Now, you, if you start with the, uh, the population uh, is graying, the graying of the population, mm-hmm. so we have more people needing social workers for, say, elder care, okay, um, long-term care, palliative care. Um, just that population of, alone creates a lot of need. Also, if you look at the, uh, as we all know, that there's a, uh, a serious opioid epidemic here mm-hmm. on Long Island, and that's affecting um, our young folks in that, in that population, and so there's a large need for people that specialize in substance use disorders and addiction and counseling. But if you look at the society as a whole, any segment of society that you could think of, um, a social worker has a vital role to play. Now, we always look at, okay, well, social workers really don't make that much, um, but we do make a difference, and it is changing, and there are ways that you can supplement your, you know, your basic income, um, and the more skilled and more talented that you are, the more opportunities will be created for you. Um, and so, it, and it all starts with the training that you receive. It is a a, a highly skilled profession, okay. Um, and a, and and a lot of people, when they go into it, um, they go into it because they want to make a difference. Mm-hmm. But if you really um, master your craft and your trade, um, and you get your license, and then you become clinical. Um, and there's a lot of different jobs that you can do in social work that, um, you know, once you've put your time in, you know, obviously you're going to come in at an entry-level position. That's obvious. Mm-hmm. But if you put your time in and if you've got some experience, you can parlay that. Um, the salaries do increase as you go through the profession. You know, you might not start out um, with the same start-out salary as somebody else, but there's a lot of potential to, uh, to earn a decent living. Silas, what work. about the job market? If you're, if you're a qualified 
you know, degreed, certified social worker. Mm-hmm. You know, is it difficult to find a job? Is it easy to find a job? Well, the, the, excuse me, the job um, search market is, you know, it's challenging for everybody. Mm-hmm. So let's be honest about that. You mm-hmm. know, you know, the, the economy um, is supposedly on the upswing, but there is some some challenges finding work. Um, that you could you could you could always find a job in social work. I mean, mm-hmm. it, you know, you just have to know where to look and and, and what. Um, population and what type of uh, segment needs that work. But I would say um, that, yes, you can find a job very easily mm-hmm. in social work, especially when you get to the licensed master social worker level. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's really a matter of, you know, being in touch and networking, um, you know, being a part of the, the National Association of Social Workers on, on a national, um, state, and local level. It gives you access to a lot of different types of um folks that work in, with populations that you might be interested in, and you start to meet people, and then you start to be able to get opportunities. So I would say absolutely yes. We're going to talk a lot more when we come back from the break about the field of social work, which is a very, very interesting field and a changing field all the time, and a, and a maturing field, it seems, as well. But you need a college degree for social work. Yes, you do. And and uh, so let's talk more about that field. Silas, what does it look like nowadays? You know, where where are the jobs? Are they in hospital settings? Are they in rehab centers? Are they diasporas spread out all over the place? Uh, you know, where does one look for such a job? And what are the what is the the you know the average thing that people are looking at nowadays? Okay, well, check 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 to all of those and all of the above. Right. So social work jobs, you'll find them in hospitals, you'll find them in uh, uh, child and adolescent uh, agencies, you'll find them in EAP type of uh, agencies that help people who are employed but maybe be having some problems. Mm -hmm. You'll find them in palliative care, Mm -hmm. in the prisons. The military uses a lot of uh, um, social workers now. Matter of fact, um, licensed social workers and licensed clinical social workers are in outstanding demand with uh, the post-9-11 um, veterans coming back. Um, there's a lot that's going on with those coming back with PS- PTSD. And not only that, and a lot of people, we, they just focus on just the veterans, but what about the families? Mm-hmm. The, the families of the veterans, when the veteran comes home, he's coming home a different person um, and a family that doesn't know him anymore. Maybe he might have had a young child. Now he has to get readjusted to that. And then he has to deal with all the, he or she rather, has to deal with all the same issues, and they're still in combat mode. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't understand that transition. So social workers have to, have, have to try to bridge that gap. Let's talk about in the schools. Say so School social workers play a very big, important role mm-hmm. um, to help kids just navigate, you know, just the every, everyday um, living situations that they find themselves in. We know bullying is a big thing. Um, also, you have social workers in big demand now, and a lot of corporations are hiring social workers. So, I mean, if you take a look at any area, the social workers that um, we trained at, that are being trained in the schools today could wind up working in any area, um, you know, and I have a, a list of them. You know, I could be, you know, run down a list of different types of places from the prisons to the hospitals to the schools to uh, foster care agencies, adoption, um, you know, people that are having marital issues. So, I mean, you name it, we, we can fill any role as far as, you know, helping people put their lives back together and to become whole again and to move on and to do some 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 big things with their life. Okay, we'll talk about that too. But let's talk about what the earnings are. Now, I'm not putting you on the spot, Silas. I'm not asking you what does a social worker make. I'm not going to do that. I'm just saying 
on average, if you're good at what you do, you're talented, you're in, in demand, what can a social worker earn? Okay, well, according to the Occupational Outlook Handbook, um, which they published, their last publishing came out on uh, actually Thursday, December 15th of 2015, the median pay for a social worker was 45 nine. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we're talking about somebody maybe that's been in the field for maybe two or three years. Mm-hmm. So then if you start talking about uh, the clinical hours that somebody uh, accumulates and then getting their license and going on to um, become a licensed master social worker, um, then you start talking about, well, how much uh, experience do they have now in the field? And the longer you're in the field and the longer you work with dealing with um, doing things like uh, goals and objectives with clients and doing things like psych- biopsychosocial assessments. Mm-hmm. The, the, the longer you work with um, having the experience of learning how to assess and diagnose somebody, you become a very valuable individual in the profession of social work because you, you're actually able to take a look at um, this person and their entirety. You know, we talk about looking at the whole person um, and trying to figure out where, where the problems um, emanating from. What, what's the real base root of the problem? Mm. And in order to do that, you have to be highly skilled and highly trained. And there's only a, um, a, a specific type of training will allow you to do that in, from the, in the field of social work. So when we look at the profession, the profession is um, actually um, moving more towards um, very, very solidly in the EB, um, evidence-based practice, EB to EBP. Mm-hmm. What that means, very, very simply, Scott, mm-hmm. is that uh, funding agencies, they want to know that if, the, if they're going to be giving a grant to a nonprofit and the nonprofit says we're going to be working with this population and this is the outcome that we're looking for. Well, the funding agencies or the funding sources, they want to know that whatever treatment modalities and whatever, whatever interventions a social worker is going to be using is something that's not just going to be uh, uh, just happenstance. So evidence-based practice means that there has to be a lot of research done about what has been the experience of other social workers working with these types of populations and using this type of intervention or treatment. Mm -hmm. So when we apply a certain type of intervention or modality, it's something that's been researched thoroughly, um, been studied empirically, and then we know that um, by the numbers and by the research and by the statistics, that if we use this particular treatment modality, then it's going to have a positive effect on our clients. All right, let me let me ask you this question, Silas. One thing I always wondered about is when you see some of these horrible shootings, mm-hmm. uh, the one that stands out in my mind is mm-hmm. Newtown, mm-hmm. Uh, where young children mm-hmm. were shot. I mm-hmm. hate to bring up such an awful subject, but okay. I remember people saying so so clearly that we're going to have social workers talking to all these students, you know, Mm -hmm. what can you say to a student, you know, that's just experienced this? How do they know what to say? Do you you say the same thing to everybody or, or what is, let's get inside this a little bit. What, 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 how do you, how do you fix a problem like that? Okay. Well, you you really don't look at it as fixing the problem. Mm -hmm. You look at being there to support the person that's going, that has just experienced that traumatic experience. Mm -hmm. So first and foremost, um, we're trained in, in, in grief counseling. Mm-hmm. So we, the first thing we have to do is to let the person know that the feelings that they're experiencing after you know, seeing that, you know, it's normal. Okay? We, we don't try to say, well, it's okay and don't worry about it mm-hmm. because it's not okay because that person, whether it's a child or an adult, mm-hmm. they just went through something. Mm-hmm. So that's a traumatic experience. Mm-hmm. So now as a social worker, what we're trained to do is we have to start to sit down with the client and find out 
how how is this really affecting you? What are you thinking? What are you feeling? Mm-hmm. And based on how they respond, then we come up with an idea of what's the best way to work with that person to help them move past that. Mm-hmm. So it's really a lot about understanding human behavior. That's one of the key courses that we study, human behavior, um, how people react to certain situations, how people react to traumatic situations. There's no easy answer. There's no way that you say, well, this is how you fix it. Mm -hmm. But what you do is what we're trained to do most and first and foremost is to listen, to listen and to hear the the emotion behind the words. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the key um, talents and skills that social workers learn to develop through the training, but more so through actually working day-to-day with clients. One of the things that occurs to me is, you know, there's so many crazies in this country. And I mean, wow. They, they're not afraid to pick up a gun, an attack rifle, and just start shooting and shooting and shooting. Uh, I don't understand how a human mind can be that, you know, messed up to, to be able to say, it's okay to do this. Mm-hmm. Um, but maybe there should be a little bit more social work integrated into the system so that we're able to pick up some of these crazies a little bit sooner before they're able to get a gun license or before they're able to do any harm. Is there some move afoot? Is there some uh, groundswell of support for, for more social work to be integrated into society, into companies, into schools, into education, so that we can find out who these people, who they shouldn't be trusted, and, and stop them from doing what they're doing? Okay. Well, that's a great question that you asked, Scott. Um, but the one thing, you know, we, we have to be careful is the, the, the stigmatization of um, people that do these horrific acts um, and saying that, you know, they all have some type of serious uh, uh, mental disability. Um, you know, they've done research and they've shown that doesn't necessarily mean when a person does that that they are, you know, mentally deranged. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that um, they aren't, but the, the overwhelming evidence does not point to the fact. Now, when you start to talk about what can be done from a social work standpoint, yes, indeed, there does need to be more social work integrated into the schools. There does need to be more work done with seeing what happens to a person in those first um, three to five years of life when their whole personalities are developed. What happened? What did they experience? Was there um, a lot of uh, family discord? Was there uh, family violence? Did they experience that? Um, were they um, neglected? Uh, were they um, left alone and not given the right care and nurturing? Mm-hmm. A lot of what happens today to people who are adults um, got really uh, solidified mm-hmm. during the very young formative years. Uh, let me just stop because this is what I'm trying to get at. Mm-hmm. We, we've got mass murder mm-hmm. all over the country. Yes. And it just seems to me that a social worker is trained Mm -hmm. to be able to see stuff like that, to be able to see when a person has that slight imbalance or that axe to grind or whatever it might be. Mm -hmm. And I'm just wondering if everybody in the country sat down with a social worker as a part of their job every year. You sit down with a social worker for half an hour, Mm -hmm. okay? And that social worker says, you know what? This person is indicating some of the signs Mm -hmm. of that might be do something bad. What I'm trying to say is we can't take their guns away. Because you can get a gun no matter – if you want a gun, you can get a gun, okay? So that's not going to happen. But maybe we can can fix the problem by tipping off, getting an earlier tipping point so that people do have to sit down with a social worker and just have a normal conversation and see maybe you pick something up. Well, that's that's absolutely true. Now, 
One of the things that we're noticing in the industry is that a lot of corporations are starting to employ social workers on a regular um, full-time basis to help with um, stressful situations. Now, a lot of times um, we are in a society where we're pretty much conditioned and we're, we're socialized to, to always uh, give that facade that, you know, we can handle it. We've got it under control. It's okay. Nothing bothers me. Never let them see you sweat. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and you're not supposed to show and expose and, and, and exhibit emotion or pain because that's associated with weakness. Mm-hmm. And so, what we have is we have a lot of people that walk around, people that we pass every every day on the street. We don't know what their what their uh, their, their emotional state is mm-hmm. um, because of something that they're going through, but they don't have the um, courage and feel that they don't have the permission from society to talk about it. People are frowned upon if they go to someone and have therapy. See, this is this is the part, Silas, that bothers me, mm-hmm. is that there may even be people out there that have committed some of these horrible acts mm-hmm. that knew something was wrong. Mm-hmm. They knew something was wrong, but they just didn't know how to how to get out of it, how to get out of that chain that they were in. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's why I'm thinking maybe that social work should be a little bit more enterprise across the country, across the board, throughout the corporate world, throughout the educational world, throughout everything, so that we're paying more attention. I, I want America to pay more attention to who might be someone that could commit a murder. Absolutely. And I just don't think we pay enough attention to that. Okay. And and, and the other part, you know, that you know, and I'm glad you brought that up, is one of the things is let's be honest we you know this, the the profession of social work does not get the credit or the recognition that it deserves and I'm not talking about from a grandiose standpoint of well look at what us and look at what we do mm-hmm. um, we don't really get the recognition of people that have those skills and those talents and one of the you know you know cases of that is sometimes we all get lumped together as case managers mm-hmm. you know now case manager doesn't necessarily have to be someone who's trained in social work, but a social worker has skills that go way beyond being just a case manager. Mm -hmm. And so when you hear about a social worker, a lot of people's first indications of a social worker is they're either someone that helps people get food stamps or takes people's kids away from them. Mm -hmm. And it's so so much more than that. Mm -hmm. So we have to develop much more of a respect for the profession. And I think when we do that, then and the corporations are starting to open up. Mm-hmm. We have social workers in the schools. Mm-hmm. We have social workers now going into the prisons, trying to help um, people who have been incarcerated to reintegrate back into society. Mm-hmm. Um, but and at, and at the same time, we need to break down the stigma that if you need to go to someone to talk about your problems, it doesn't make you weak and it doesn't make you less of a person. Good stuff. Good stuff. I think we just did a nice uh, a nice little the plug there for the social work field. Absolutely. Thank right, you now, for the opportunity. Of course. All right, we're almost out of time. Sorry. But give us a website where people can maybe learn about your organization or more about social work. Yeah, well, um, they can go to um, nasw-nys.org, National Association of Social Workers, New York. Repeat it again. nasw-nys.org. Okay, that's your organization yeah. That's you, that you're the yeah. president of and, and, and uh, where they can learn a lot about the field. Yes, absolutely. Okay, we are almost out of time today, folks. A uh, very interesting show. I wanted to thank my guests, Bob Cartelli and uh, R.J. Honecky and Silas Kelly, who did a fabulous job with um, the uh, the social work field. Thank We're going to be back with you next week. We'll have more companies with jobs. We'll have more topics to talk about. Again, if you'd like to write to me and suggest an idea or, or be a guest on our show, 
Just write to Scott at LINewsradio.com. That's Scott at LINewsradio.com. Let me know what your thoughts are on the giant job fair we're, we're, uh, we're planning uh, for the spring. Uh, we hope to have hundreds of companies and interview everyone live right here on the radio show. So if you'd like to suggest some companies or maybe volunteer for that, you can write to me at Scott at LINewsradio.com. We hope that you are having a great fall so far and uh, enjoying the weather. We will see you again next week, everybody. Happy hunting.